Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Show, where we talk about all components of business and how to utilize them for exponential growth. My name is Ethan Cassiotis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, international speaker, results strategist, business coach, mentor, and consultant. After over 14 years of being in business and running multiple companies, I felt called to start this show. I see many people struggling to start or grow a business, which is why I want to help entrepreneurs achieve success in business quicker, more effectively, and sustainably. Today, I have an awesome guest. He was the 2008 Libertarian Vice Presidential nominee, is the host of the Wayne Allen Root Raw and Unfiltered show on USA Radio, is a nationally syndicated newspaper columnist of the Creator Syndicate, a high profile CEO, serial entrepreneur, international business speaker, spokesman for many national and international companies, TV personality, media dynamo, and a multiple best-selling author, including the book, The Power of Relentless. Welcome, Wayne Allen Root, and thank you for being on my show. Uh, my pleasure, Ethan. Great to be with you. Yeah, amazing to have you here. I'm sure it's going to be amazing for all the uh, watchers and listeners today. So you're a very successful entrepreneur and celebrity, including, you know, doing five hours a day on national radio, you know, your friend, the JT Fox, plus all of your business ventures. So for those people who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself by telling us more about you and your journey. Well, you know, funny, I'll bring it up in the beginning because sometimes controversy sells anyway, and I like to get it out of the way. I'm a great friend of JT Fox, but I'm also a great friend of President Donald J. Trump. And Trump and Fox have a lot in common. They both taught me a lot. And it's about being tough. It's about being relentless. It's about being high energy. It's about being a winner and always aiming to be number one. And, I, you know, I just wrote a new book. We'll talk about it somewhere during this interview. It's called Trump Rules, and it comes out on November 10th. So we're still a month away from the launch of my new book. But the, the point of the book is it doesn't matter whether you like Trump or you hate Trump, whether you like his politics or you despise his politics, there's something great you can learn from every great man or woman. And Trump has achieved world-class, probably number one in the world, levels of success in business. He's a billionaire in real estate, in television. His show is one, number one and one of the most successful in the history of Hollywood, Celebrity Apprentice, and in branding. And in real estate, building, you know, 100 story skyscrapers in New York City, especially on Fifth Avenue, he, he's number one in everything he's ever done. And then he became president of the United States and commander of the army and leader of the free world. So I think you could argue and celebrities, number one in celebrity. I mean, everywhere I've been in the world, I remember being at a JT Fox event in South Africa, Johannesburg, five years ago, maybe even six years ago, Trump had just announced for president. He had just come down the escalator. So this was in summer of 2015. And, and the limo driver taking me from my speech at JT Fox's event to the airport was a, a, uh, a black chap in South Africa who turned around in the car while he was driving and said to me, hey, what do you know about Trump? And I said, oh, I'm a big fan of Trump. Uh, and he said to me, well, you're very lucky because he's going to be the next president of the United States. And I said, you're a limo driver in South Africa. What do you know about Donald Trump? He said, are you kidding me? I watch The Apprentice every week and I learn something every week. That man's going to make your country rich. So the point I'm trying to make is there's something to be learned from everybody, from Donald Trump, from Wayne Root, from Ethan, from JT Fox. Whether you like us or hate us, we all. if you're successful, you've got something to teach people, to educate them, to empower them. And I, from the age of 18 on, my mentor was Donald J. Trump. And I studied everything about his life 
And when you read my book, you'll find that it led to incredible miracles in my life and incredible business and media and, and authorship and TV show success in my life. Almost all of it mirroring Donald Trump's success, except he became a billionaire and I'm just a little tiny self-made millionaire. And so it works no matter what you're aiming for in life. Not everyone's going to be a billionaire. Not everyone's going to be worth $300 million or $500 million, maybe not even $20 million. But I guarantee you, if you study successful, smart people, you'll learn enough that you could be worth more than you are now, double what you are now, triple what you are, quadruple what you are, and you might even live the life of your dreams. You may never be a billionaire. As a matter of fact, I'm almost certain at this point, even though I'm very successful, I'll never be a billionaire. But I'm very happy and very successful, and I owe it all to the Trump rules. And hopefully after this interview, you'll owe it all to the root rules. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That, that's an amazing yeah, introduction about yourself. And yeah, I completely agree with, um, you know, looking at, you know, very successful people, including Trump and, and all the success that they've done. Um, you've got to take away the biases of, of things and look, look at the facts, look at the traits and everything like that. And, and that's when you become successful, when you take the emotion out of business, yes. right? Because um, when, when you start to get emotional in business and you, you know, that clouds your judgment, look at, you know, how can I emulate people? What are the, what are the traits and everything like that? And yeah, just such an amazing thing that you've said there. And, and what I, what I love about you as well is that you don't call yourself a CEO, you, you know, you prefer to call yourself a, a CRPE, which is the, the chief rainmaker and pitchman extraordinaire. Uh, so tell us a bit more about why that is. Well, doesn't that sound like Trump, by the way? <laughs> I really have copied the guy. Listen, my whole life is has been dedicated to all my success has come from being one of the world's great pitchmen and self-promoters. And, and I think a, a business person a few years ago summed it up best. I was having lunch with someone. And he said, you know, I've studied your life and now I've sat with you for an hour. And I got to tell you something. I hate self-promoters. And I've studied your life. And I got to tell you, you are the, you are the best self-promoter I've ever met. But I don't hate you because you're the nicest self-promoter I ever met. So, you know, people have this image of self-promotion like it's negative. And, and there are some people who are self-promoters that only care about themselves. But I'm not one of them. I'm a very nice guy who understands that the only way to ever get rich and gain success in life is to make sure you make everybody else around you rich and make everybody else feel good about themselves and make all your clients happy they bought your products and so I, I'm a self-promoter who believes I want everything is about me, 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 me. I want to be rich. I do. I want to be famous. I do. But I can only achieve it by making you rich and making you happy and making you famous. I get that. A lot of people don't get that. So, you know, it's very important to think about you first, because if you don't care, take care of you, no one else will. If you don't sing your praises from the highest mountain, I guarantee you no one else will. If you're not willing to go in the media and brag about yourself, I guarantee you nobody else ever will. And you'll never be famous and you'll never be rich. You've got to have big ego. I've never met a person in my life worth millions of dollars who didn't have a big ego. They love themselves. They think a lot of themselves. They think they're great. They think they deserve their money, their wealth, their fame. Ego's great. But you also have to love family, you have to love God, and you have to take care of everyone around you, your customers, your clients, your employees. You can't get rich without them liking you. So even though I'm a self-promoter, everybody always likes me. I'm a very, very likable guy. Everybody says, wow, you're fun to be around. That's on purpose, man. I want everybody to be part of the Root family. If you're part of my family, you're going to be excited about going out and making money with me, for me, uh, you know, however it, is, however it is we work together. 
partners or commissioned employees, however it may be. We're going to have fun together. We're going to make money together. We're going to like each other. And that's kind of what my whole life's about. But I'm always a self-promoter. It's not a negative thing. You cannot become successful in life. Muhammad Ali said it best. Muhammad Ali said it ain't bragging if you can back it up. So it's not bragging when you tell people how good you are at what you do. I'm great at what I do. So it's not bragging. It's just telling the world I have value and you should want to do business with me because of that value. I am priceless. So that's kind of my philosophy in life. I'm a self-promoter. I'm also a God guy. I'm a family guy and I'm a relationship guy. And it all goes together. Most people don't think self-promotion goes together with God, family and relationships. I'm here to tell you it does. Yeah. Uh, I completely agree with you. I love that. And, you know, in Australia here, we have something called the tall poppy syndrome where, um, you know, if, if you do a little bit too well, people would like to sort of knock you down a little bit. Right. And saying, Oh, what do you have that in America too? <laughs> yeah, right. And a lot of countries have that and they, they all call it, you know, their own different way. And, and I think, you know, what I've done and what a lot of people have to get outside of that is going, you know, don't care about what other people think. Right. Is, right. You know, you need to, like you said, promote yourself, tell how good you are, and and, um, and, and obviously deliver the results as well um, at the same time. So that backs well, it up. Ethan, you know, I wrote the book, The Power of Relentless, which was a number one business bestseller in the United States. And it really is my overriding philosophy in life. Everything else you could throw in the garbage pail. I could tell you a hundred reasons why most people who are successful are successful and why I'm successful. But number one above all else is that you have a mindset of being relentless and never accepting the word no. And the more people say, no, you can't do that, the more you want to prove them wrong. And the more you fail, the more you dust yourself off, get back up off, you know, off the ground, get back on the horse and start riding again. And, and the lessons you learn from failures will make you successful. And, and I bring that up for a reason. I want to tell you a little story. So in America, the single biggest negative that people who hate Trump say about him is they say, oh, he's a failure. He's failed at so many businesses. So the single thickest chapter in my new book, Trump Rules, is about all the failures of Donald Trump. He failed at this business. He failed at that business. He failed at something. I think I have a list of like 25 failures. But you know what they don't tell you? He's been in 150 businesses. Yeah, he failed at 25, but he succeeded at 125. That's why he's a billionaire. Failure doesn't mean anything. All it means is life is tough. A lot of competition out there. Your competitors are always out to slice your throat and put you out of business. The government sucks. I'm sure it's the same in Australia as America. Government taxes you too much, regulates you too much, gets in your way too much. Every business I've ever had that failed, I blame government. Every single time. Nothing to do with me. It was always government getting in the way. So you're going to fail sometimes. You just go, okay, next. And whatever lesson you learn, use it. Trump's done that. And I just laugh when his opponents say he's a loser. He's a failure. Oh, yeah. He's worth, you know, somewhere between eight and ten billion dollars because he's a loser. He proves that you can fail your way to the top. And I wrote a book in 1997, long time ago, my first big book, 1997, called The Joy of Failure. And that was the name of the chapter I gave to Donald Trump. It's all about his failures. And so you can never tell me I'm wrong about Trump. Oh, he's a failure. Oh, I agree with you. He is a failure. That's why he's a billionaire and one of the biggest successes in world history. And the rest of you call him a failure. You're losers because you have never failed because you've never tried. Most people who talk about failure have never owned a business. They don't know how hard it is to make a payroll 
and to pay taxes and to take out media campaigns and to make money on top of it all. And I've been in the wars. My initials are Wayne Alaroot War. I've been in the wars, the business wars. Trump's been in the wars, in the trenches. It is tough out there. It is doggy dog. It's like wrestling with alligators. But you know what? I always come out in the end ahead. Even if my business fails, I come out ahead. You know, I had a business that failed. I closed the doors in 2009. That's a long time ago. But first of all, I kept it in business for 10 years, even though the first day I almost went out of business, the second day I almost went out of business, the first month I almost went out of business, a business expert consultant came to visit me in month two and he said, you'll be out of business in three weeks. I've looked at your books. I've looked at your bank account. You're dead. Well, guess what? I kept it alive for 10 years and it did about 5 million a year. So in 10 years, I pumped $50 million into the economy. I hired hundreds of people and I made quite a few millions of dollars along the way, despite that. So I'm relentless. But then I closed the doors in 2009 and I was out of that business completely. It's called the sports uh, handicapping business in America. And it's basically selling your advice on who's going to win or lose American football games. And I was great at it for 25 years, but I closed the doors and went into politics. Now, all these years later, Ethan, guess what I did? I just took my company public on the stock exchange in the United States, and it's a sports handicapping company. I raised a million and a half dollars. We just filed to raise another $5 million. And this is my new career in addition to everything else I do. I'm right back in that same business again, even though 15 years ago, it, it, I closed the doors. So I'm relentless. Nothing stops me. And I know how to turn failure into success. And that's the number one trait in business. Be relentless. Don't accept no. Understand how to turn failure into success. And don't let failure get you down. Failure is just a learning opportunity. That's it. Yeah, I love that. So many amazing points there. And yeah, I completely agree. I'm definitely um, on the bandwagon and, and fully relentless as well. Like I didn't finish school and, um, you know, uh, got a job and, you know, my, my teachers told me I wouldn't be successful. My parents told me I wouldn't be able to study and, um, you know, ended up moving to Sydney. My, my, my dad told me I, I would move back in six months. I wouldn't last, you know, all these types of things. But like you said, you, you got to use that as fire, right? Uh, into yourself. I heard all those stories. Every story you just told, I heard them all. Yeah. I heard them all. And you know, you know, one of the stories of my life, Ethan, the defining story maybe of my life was my dad was a butcher. I'm an SOB, son of a butcher. I've used that title for 30 years. That always gets a laugh from everybody. I'm a son of a butcher. And my dad never left the butcher store. And, I, and he was a brilliant guy, but he was born, you know, into total poverty and he became a butcher. And then after 20 years of, you know, struggling as a butcher, he finally saved a little money, opened his own little tiny butcher store, two men at the table working and cutting the meat. And he never, ever left that. And then he died at a, at a fairly young age, 66 years old of cancer. And on his deathbed, I was already a self-made millionaire. I was 27 years old and I'd already made my first million and I was living on the beach in Malibu. And he looked at me on his deathbed and said, I'm scared to death for you because all you ever do is fail. See, just like what people say about Donald Trump, all you ever do is fail. And I looked at my father and I realized he was in his last days. I loved him. I love my dad. Love him, love him, love him. Look up at heaven still. Love him. But his one failing in life was he was scared of failure. So he never really competed. And that's the lesson I try and teach the whole world. You know, you'll never fail if you never try. You'll never fail if you never pitch someone. You'll never fail if you don't invent a new product. You'll never fail if you don't open a business. But you'll also never succeed. 
you have to be willing to fail and crash and burn and risk. Even more than failure is the joy of risk. You got to be a gambler. You got to be a risk taker. That's something America has in common with Australia. I've always loved your country because your people, I think, are big gamblers, risk takers. And you love casino gambling. I know you have lots of casinos in Australia. And so same thing in America. Same thing where I live, Vegas, right? It's all about gambling. This is a town where people are losers. They come here and they become millionaires in the middle of the desert because they're gamblers. They're willing to put their money on the line and work hard. And that's an important lesson in life. My dad never understood that. I love him, David Root in heaven. I love you. But he never left the butcher store. And I have he, he was right. I failed a million times, but I've also succeeded two million times. And I live in a beautiful home and drive beautiful Maserati and, and take beautiful vacations to wonderful places and live a great life. And it's all because I'm a risk taker. Without gambling, you get nowhere in life. Never play it safe. I never have. I never will. And you know who else has never played it safe? Donald J. Trump. Win or lose, the guy is bold and he's got balls. He's got cojones. He never plays it safe. And he tells you exactly what he thinks, which is what I do. And it always gets him in trouble, me too, on my radio show. I'm the most controversial guy in all of America. I step up for three hours a day. You said five hours because I do two hours in the morning too. But in my afternoon show, it's nationally syndicated. And all I do, Ethan, is I just tell people on every – I print out the biggest news stories – and I just tell people what I think about each one without any care, whether it offends you, whether it offends a group, whether they call me racist, whether they call me politically correct. Who gives a flying you know what? Who cares? I'm telling you what I think. And most people in America agree with me. We call it the silent majority, but they're afraid to say it. I just tell it like it is raw truth. That's what Trump does. And it makes everybody take notice. Half the people love you. Half the people hate you. They all make you rich. They all make you a celebrity. They all make you number one. It's good to tell it like it is, even if people hate you. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I love all of that. So many amazing points that you raised and, and about failure and risk. And, and I think the biggest thing, like definitely we've got to exercise, you know, our risk tolerance and, and fail a lot. But I think as part of that, to have less failure and help us along the path, is coaching, right? So, you know, yes. how important, you know, in your eyes is coaching for everybody in business as well? Well, I mean, listen, I've never had any success without modeling someone successful. And that's a form of coaching. You know, it's not like, it's not like Donald Trump and I sit in a room and he coaches me. I've never had that. But I followed Donald Trump's life since I was 18 years old, studied it, modeled it, watched everything he did and tried to copy it. And it really does work. And, and I've been up and down, just like Donald Trump. There's some good days and bad days. But overall, it makes you very successful. I would say most people would call me a celebrity in America. I'm very well known, very famous. I can't go anywhere without everybody high-fiving me and screaming war. So, I mean, it's taken me very far in life. And it never would have happened if I didn't think of, I want to be like this guy, Donald J. Trump, from the age of 18 on. He's, he's 15 years older than me. So when I was in college and I was 20, he was 35. And, and he was taken over New York and building skyscrapers. So I made him my hero and my mentor. And I just studied him. And that's what my new book, Trump Rules, is about. No politics at all. Just study Trump and model him, and you will go far in life. And study Root and model me, and you'll go far in life. Study JT Fox, you will go far in life. It, you know, it's all about learning from people who have already done it and succeeded and failed and, and, and watching what they do and how they react to failure, how they respond to it what they learn from it, and you can do the same thing. So 
that that's my story, Ethan. It's worked out pretty darn well for me. I mean, I lead, you could pinch me. I lead a dream life. Let, let me tell you the two of the biggest accomplishments of my life, or a couple of them anyway. Maybe I'll give you three or four, whatever comes to mind. So number one, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Jimmy the Greek with a name like yours, Ethan. Am I right that you're a Greek background? Yes. I see. I knew it. <laughs> and, and in America, Jimmy the Greek was the most famous sports gambler in the world. And he was on CBS TV. He was the king of Vegas and he was on CBS TV. And everybody said, that's the king of Vegas gambling. And I decided I was going to be Jimmy the Greek. And the nation, you know, at that time, we probably had 275 million people in the United States. What are the odds that a kid growing up poor, son of a butcher from a crappy neighborhood would say, I'm going to be that guy. And one day he becomes that guy. I did. Not only did I become him, but I was hired by the, one of the biggest TV networks in America to host a sports gambling show. And the general manager of the TV network on my first day said, welcome aboard. Congratulations. You're now going to be rich. You're not going to be famous. You did it, kid. And they said, and I've got a partner for you on TV. And he opened his door and there was Jimmy the Greek sitting there with his feet up on the desk. Meet your new partner, Jimmy the Greek. So here was a guy as a kid, he was like 75 and I was 18. And I set a goal. I was going to be him and I was going to replace him one day because he was getting old. And guess what? He became my TV partner. And then they decided to put him out to pasture, as we say in America. He got old and they made the whole show mine. And I replaced him. And so then I set a second goal. I said, I'm going to be the next big conservative radio star with a syndicated national radio show like Rush Limbaugh, who's the most famous conservative radio talk show host in the United States. And sure enough, it took me, you know, about 10 years. But I got my own radio show that it became nationally syndicated. And now it's all over the United States. And then I said, I want to be a TV conservative star like Bill O'Reilly. And it took about two years on TV. But in year number two, guess who joined my TV show? Bill O'Reilly. Just like Jimmy the Greek became my partner. I aimed to be Bill O'Reilly. And he got on my show and became my partner on television. These are miracle stories. I don't know if they happen anywhere in the world outside America. And I don't know if anyone's ever had this many like I have where I aimed to be Jimmy the Greek. I did. I aimed to replace him. I did. I aimed to be Rush Limbaugh. I, I did. And, and then I aimed to, to uh, be on TV with Bill O'Reilly and he became my TV partner. It's been an amazing life. And, and I just owe it all to these rules. And it's, it's about energy. It's about being relentless. It's about being passionate, loving what you do. And it's definitely about being a self-promoter. I think you could tell I, I'm a, I enjoy, I'm enthusiastic. I enjoy what I do. And I enjoy telling you how good I am at doing it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with it. Show me a shy, quiet person. And I'll show you someone who's not going to be successful in business. If you're not willing to scream from the highest mountaintop about, about your talents and about what you've achieved in life and how you can help others with those talents, you will never be successful. You might as well be resigned like my father to just being a, you know, a little butcher in a butcher store the rest of your life. But if you want to be a millionaire or a hundred millionaire or a billionaire, then you're going to have to follow the Trump rules and the root rules. <laughs> I love it. So many um, amazing points and lovely stories there, um, Wayne. It's uh, it's really awesome. And like like you mentioned, you've got your uh, your new book coming out on the 10th of November named Trump Rules, Learn the Trump Rules and Tools of Mega Success and Wealth from the Greatest Warrior and Winner in History. And that's a big title. I love it. Um, so And I was referring to me, not Trump. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm referring to Trump. He is the king. Whether he wins or loses the next election, what he's pulled off is amazing. And you have to understand, Ethan, in the last election four years ago, this guy had zero chance from the day he came down the escalator. 
everyone in America, every expert in Washington, D.C., in New York, and in the media said he has zero chance, and only one man said he's going to win. That was me. And then on the day of the election, I don't know how many of you in Australia know this, on the day of the election, he was given a 0% chance of winning. They gave Hillary Clinton 99.9% chance of winning on election day. And I made a very big bet on Donald Trump and I won a fortune and he won the election. And now they're all saying the same thing. And as we do this interview, maybe by the time you watch this, it'll be after the election. Some of you will see it after the election. Win or lose, the guy's amazing. Now, everybody says he's going to lose. Every poll says he's going to lose. Uh, I think he's going to win. I think the polls are as bad as they were four years ago. Because he's so controversial, Ethan, and because he's so offensive, he says whatever he wants to say. I believe nobody out loud wants to ever say I'm voting for Trump. They whisper it. They don't say it at all. They only tell their wife in bed at night. They never tell a friend. They never tell a neighbor. They never tell a coworker. So you guys in Australia think he's going to lose. Everyone in Europe thinks he's going to lose. I heard today Boris Johnson, the uh, prime minister of UK, he already knows Trump is dead. So he's already making uh, friends with Biden because Trump has no chance to win. He's writing him off. Everyone's written him off. Every time you ever write off Donald Trump, he wins. So my prediction is he's going to win on Election Day and he's going to be reelected president of the United States against all odds again. And if he does that, I'm a pretty smart guy. If he doesn't do it, I still say he's one of the most incredible men who's ever walked the face of the earth. And he faced every it's like the entire America, the entire New York, the entire Washington, D.C., the entire deep state government against Trump. One man against the whole world. He did a damn good job, even if he loses. If he loses, he'll be very close. And he already won once. Amazing. If he wins again, he'll go down in history as the greatest legend to ever live. So it's, we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, so amazing. It will be very interesting. Definitely. Um, you know, so we connected through our networks and, and share the mindset of being relentless in business and life to succeed. You tell it how it is, which is what people need to hear continually to go to the next level. I love your energy. And you know, I'm very grateful that we connected and I look forward to doing business with you in the future as well. And, um, you know, thank you very much for your time today, Wayne. I'm sure. It's, it, Ethan, isn't that another one of my lessons? Didn't I say that you always make, I may like myself, I may have a big ego, I may self-promote, but I always want to make other people successful. So you called me and I'm a very busy guy, 24 hours a day. I need 72 hours in a 24 hour day just to break even. And yet I said yes to this interview because you sounded like a really great chap and a future superstar. And maybe 20 years from now, you'll help me, right? So that's the way I think. I made time in a very busy Sunday here in the United States, Sunday, my only day of rest and day of watching American football. And I uh, today, I think I made about 50 phone calls, answered about 300 texts, answered about 500 emails, worked on two business projects, watched parts of three football games and did an interview with you. And after you, I've got another interview tonight. So I try and, and make everybody happy. I'm a hustler. I'm a workaholic and I'm relentless. And guess what? It works. I love it. Thanks. Thank you so much, Wayne, for, for that. Um, you know, thank you very much for your time today. I'm, I'm sure many people have um, greatly benefited from your valuable wisdom. So how can people find you and get in contact with you? Well, the uh, best way to do it is email. You know, I'm an email guy. So it's wayneroot at gmail.com. Wayneroot, R-O-O-T, like tree root, at gmail.com. My website, wayneroot.com is kind of my business website. And my political website is rootforamerica.com. And I give speeches all over the world. My speaking website is relentlessroot.com. So those are the ways to reach me. And uh, you know how to reach me by telephone and email, Ethan. Uh, Ethan, so I'm always on your team. Thanks for inviting me. It was an honor 
to be on with you today. Thank you for thinking of me. Lovely. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to this show where we talk about everything on business growth. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram as Ethan Cassiotis or visit my website, ethancassiotis.com. I completely agree with you, or do I? The only way you know is if you tune in next time. So until next time, remember that our business grows when we learn skills and take action using them in spite of fear. Have a great day.